Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 398, recorded on October 27th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about NSO plus the expansion pack updates. Nintendo has bugs. Uncle Phil wants cod on the Switch, not fish. Apple takes over Nintendo. Jesse, you know what to do. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 398. My name is Justin Mass, and I am the host with the most today in the driver's seat of this dumpster fire that you occasionally pay for and are listening through your ear holes. And of course, I'm joined by two of the coolest guys around the internet. First, behind the soundboard, put, pressing the buttons, making us sound good, our technical wizard, our master of streaming, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jesse Waldeck. Wow. Okay. That, well, that was unexpected. <laughs> Jesse, right. what's going on, pal? How are you? Pretty good. I, I, I had a quick quick story I wanted to share about work. Okay. Uh, so for the last three weeks, the our network team, our, our Unix team has been saying, hey, you're, you're, the servers are using too much memory. Fix it. I'm like, no, no. Our, our applications use exactly as much memory as it needs. Something else is running to pop it over. And so we're, we're trying to figure out nothing. We haven't figured anything out with that yet. A different problem is, you know, at eight o'clock every night, we have some weird system problems where it, 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 it drops a connection with another system. And we're trying to figure out why. <laughs> we, we figured, we, we, we talked about the memory problem earlier this morning and they said, oh yeah, it always happens around eight o'clock. And we're like, well, where have we heard that before? So it turns out the same, both issues have the same root cause. And the problem was found, I was on a call literally this, like two hours before we started recording to verify the fix that was done. And uh, everything's happy now, so we're we are we are glad this is done before systems freeze, so we don't have to deal with it at that point. Right so on, two birds, one stone, literally. Yeah, nice. yeah, good. Well, speaking of guy whose system never freezes, and he's always finding our problems around here, ladies and gentlemen, your 2021 Nintendo Dad's prediction champion, Mister Timothy <laughs> Off. <laughs> Wow, I actually forgot that I, I won that, that this year. So yeah. really, you're the defending champion. I'm the defending t- champion. So yeah, we're in a lot of Detroit merch today. By the way, I didn't realize we were sponsored by the Detroit Lions. Yep, and well, this is actually Detroit Tigers. I realized it after I said it. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, was that's like, okay. Gonna... Either way is wishful thinking. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's I've been living on that all my life. So wishful thinking. Love it. Love teams. it. How are you, Tim? I'm doing great. I am happy to be here as usual and uh, always enjoy talking to you guys about video games because like I said, the last episode or the future episode, whatever you want to talk about it, it gets my mind off of the, the craziness that happens throughout the week. So yeah. that's a hey, that's a great plug for what's going on for folks that are like, 
hey, you know, I know that Nintendo Dad's episode 400 is happening next week and they're doing it live in New York. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm one of those people who actually am counting. And this is episode 398. So you're missing 399. So you can't be episode 400 next week. What are you doing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Let me let me let me bring you behind the Wizard of Oz curtain here. Let me tell you how the sausage is made, because ladies and gentlemen, next week. Tuesday, 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 uh, November 1st. Mark your calendar because you're getting a bonus episode 399 of the Nintendo Dads where Joshua Taylor, uh, who is a uh, Discord community moderator uh, admin. admin. There it is. I was like, the word I'm missing <laughs> admin uh, for Mario and Robin Sparks of Hope. He sat down with us for the last hour and talked about, about his passion, that game what his experience was like when he went over in July to see uh, David Osali and to get hands on with it and how he kind of found his way into this game and, and the support and the experiences it has provided such a great interview with him and such a great guy. Make sure you check out Nintendo nostalgia where you can see him as well. Now, of course, before we jump in the show, I would be remiss if I did not say, ladies and gentlemen, one week from today, November 4th, episode 400 of the Nintendo, wait, is it November 4th or November 3rd? November, November 3rd. 3rd, there it is, November 3rd, <laughs> episode 400 of the Nintendo Dads, ladies and gentlemen, after eight years, we are all coming together for the very first time to celebrate episode eight, uh, episode 400, and it is going to be absolutely incredible, we are going to be live, Jesse, Tim, myself, and Mr. Marty Estes in the exact same room where we can high-five each other and touch hands and <laughs> share drinks and just be awesome together. We are going to do it live in New York uh, at our Airbnb. We're excited. We hope you tune in for it. It's going to be unlike any other episode. <gasps> if I say his name enough, like Beetlejuice a couple times, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Marty Estes joining the call. Uh, he will join us, right? He has done that. He has came in, but we are excited for one week. The show is going to be a little bit different. Will there be Nintendo news? Of course, there's going to be Nintendo news. We're going to talk about it for sure, but we're, there's going to be, there's going to be uh, uh, presentations. There's going to be um, talking about our experience of the flight. There's going to be firsthand impressions of weird food we're tasting. There is a ton of it's stuff. Not weird that we're... Food. Don't don't disparage beaver nuggets like that. I didn't say it was beaver nuggets. You made the assumption, right? Maybe we're going to uh, taste New York pizza and have our impressions. It's going to be a pretty incredible show. We would love for you to be there if you can tune in. And then, of course, the next day, Friday, downtown New York, Nintendo New York store from 10 to 12. We are doing a fan meet and greet. If you are able to be there, we would love for you to be there. Um, so, man, we've got some, so much exciting content coming up. We are excited for it. We're excited to join you as well. Marty, I see you. What's going on? Hey, I'm just here for just a second. Uh, I'm sitting in my car outside my house because if I go inside my house, I won't have good cellular connection anymore. That's how I'm coming to you live. It's not like I'm not in a like spooky place. This is just my car. Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> Seems kind of spooky. It is kind of spooky. Well, there's only this is the only light that I have. Uh, and the only thing I've been provided to drink is this um, sparkling water that uh, is supposedly cherry limeade flavor, but I'm thinking it's one of those things that's been uh, like, it's like it's this can of water has sat in a room with a cherry and a lime at some point. <laughs> and so it's supposed to have this flavor. Nice. Uh, 
I just wanted to pop in and say, hey, I miss you guys. Uh, just got done watching uh, a musical that one of my students was in, so that's why I'm not been able to be on the show tonight. But I know you guys are going to have a great time. I'm looking forward to seeing y'all uh, next week in New York, New York. One week, ladies it's, It and is gentlemen. like, it's crazy to think that at this time next week, we're going to be in New York. And then, and then three days later, like, or two days later, right? Yeah. We're going to be raising money for Extra Life. And I don't yeah. know if you guys have already mentioned that yet, but all four That's of a us great, it's a great have segue. Children's Miracle Hospitals that we're playing for. Uh, and so as we appear on your screen on the Nintendo Dads channel, beginning at 10 Eastern on Saturday and going until 10 Eastern on Sunday, every time uh, one of us is kind of in the driver's seat, the, the, the graphic will change, the overlay will change. Uh, it'll show how much money we've raised for our hospital. Justin, right now you are the leading the pack for Team Nintendo Dads. I noticed yeah, yeah. that earlier today. Yeah, I just crossed uh, I, the five hundred dollar USD mark, and I, I've met now the silver silver trophy award. Wow! I'm going to be honest. I'm, I and my goal was fifteen hundred. I'm actually wanting to push for two thousand because I want that special keyboard. That so uh, my so my goal <laughs> is is twenty five hundred. My son has seen the special keyboard. He can't get it with his goal, mm. so he's hoping that that people will help push me past that goal. And I would love to give him that for Christmas. Nice. And so, nice. like, if you, I, I was just going to, one of the reasons I was going to pop in was to say hi. But the other reason was I was going to pop in to say, uh, I've only raised $120 out of that goal so far. And so if you are watching and you are ready to donate tonight, do it. Donate to me. Donate to Tim or Jesse. Don't donate to Justin. He's already doing well. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can donate to Justin, too, or any member of Team Nintendo Dads. There's all kinds of other guys on there as well, including my son. He's going to be going a week later than us because we'll be in New York, and then I'm going to come back and help him do his, uh, which ironically is also the weekend that Splatfest is, which nice. I'm super excited about. He'll That's probably cool. play some of that too. But anyway, guys. And if you're uh, looking for more of a reason, we're also giving away prizes. Oh, right? We're giving yeah. away prizes. We're giving away. Can, can we talk about the prizes? Uh, talk about them, please. Please okay, talk about so, Guys, we have a whole box, a schwack load box of Power A products to give away, including Pixel Pals, uh, controllers, headsets, uh, switch cases, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Gooder is donating 10 pairs of Gooder glasses uh, to give away. And I believe, Justin, correct me if I'm wrong, are five of those sunglasses and five of those blue light glasses? That's 100% correct. All right. So we've got those. We're going to be giving away. For some reason, I don't know why I bought this, but we're we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to be giving away a uh, thirty ounce uh, Bucky's cup, uh, like Yeti style cup that's been signed by all of us. Uh, and we also have uh, an exclusive Nintendo Dad's four hundredth episode print that we are going to sign and give away to one one or two lucky winners uh, as well. So you never know. There's other stuff that could be coming. Tim, uh, Tim, what else? What else? We got some other things there, Tim, right? We got some uh, special things. Yeah, we have the that uh, weird. <laughs> we have the couch uh, organizer thing. thing. Yeah, I forget uh, what the name of it is, but there, there are two of them. The, the, the couch the caddy. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Patterson, I believe, is doing another Triforce for us as well. Yes, yes, handmade. Uh, 
metal. Hand grinded, hand assembled Triforce. And Jesse, I bet you've got a flip grip still laying around over there, right? <laughs> no, I think I gave away all my flip grips last year. So we have okay. to we'll buy another flip grip. <laughs> uh here's the other part of it. Now listen, if you're if you're if you're like, I don't I don't do it for the kids. I don't do it for the prizes. Then please let me urge you to do it for the Nintendo Dad's Pride because I see Sean Capri and Carpool Gaming and Save the Media and some other group I can't remember their name on. They're running their mouth. They're like, we're going to beat the Nintendo Dads. They are three podcasts versus one, and what? they're setting a goal for five thousand, and we're setting a goal for five thousand. And, and so, ladies and gentlemen, like, come on, this, we have taken this? down the Mega Dads. We are taking down these they, little Yahoos. Also, they've already they've already got they've already got several thousand already mm -hmm, raised mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so uh nintendo dad's familia yeah it's time to rise up wow it's time to rise up tonight five dollar donation ten dollar donation where tim tell them where can they find our extra life page uh well simply put just go to nintendodads.org and in the top of right of our page there's a extra life link there that takes them right to our team page and yep. you can click on any of the team members yep. you want to do donate to or you can join our team. Spread so, the love around. Spread yes. the love around or help. You can share from that page. Help me reach too. my goal. I don't know. Help Isaac get an extra life keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely, like it decreases the amount of things I have to buy for Christmas. Right. Uh, so, right. So he's not listening tonight, so he won't know. So uh, but anyway, I'm out of here, guys. I'm sorry for derailing the show. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Um, I hope you have a great night and a great show. See you next time, everybody. Bye-bye, Marty. Sorry, before we go on, can we talk about the lisp, or do you want to just move on? <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. I don't you know if he was had too? some candy or something. Yeah, in like mouth. it was definitely like I was like, it's like, and then I, and then I, was, he, I was like, is there a Marty? Jolly Rancher in there somewhere? Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> Marty always had a lisp, and I haven't heard it. Like maybe I'm wrong. I don't right? know. I don't know. Maybe I didn't Maybe know what a that dental was. surgery. I don't know. Like he didn't say anything to us in the discord. So I would have expected that though. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're only like 15 minutes in this. And of course we're off the rails. We're off the rails. <laughs> That's the kind of show that we run here. We haven't even Canada. started the news yet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, we did. We haven't but... even started the news. Uh, I love that. But why don't we start the news? And today's of course, the news is brought to us. Well, by Manscaped, but we're going to talk about that later. And of course, the news also brought to us by you, the amazing folks over at Patreon. Hey, if you want to support us, help us keep the lights on, make it help us do these amazing events where we get to come together, um, uh, spend time with our fans, do amazing causes. It's all because of you. It's really because of the support that you provide us every single month that help us keep the lights on, keep the mics on, and keep us uh, just making content. So if you're interested in supporting us, head over to NintendoDads.com, or sorry, head over to Patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads, or head over to NintendoDads.org where you can find our website and you can get access to all the stuff we do there as well, not only to donate potentially or to join us on Patreon. Let's jump into the news, shall we? Do we have a news bumper, Jesse? Last week, if you didn't follow along, folks, Jesse Waldack broke some news about some NSO kind of resubscription. The time is up. Let me tell you about the amazing things that you now get. Well, the NSO and expansion pack for North America and Europe has now been announced. At that time, Japan had been announced. And Jesse, can you give us a friendly reminder? Maybe they didn't listen to the back episode. Maybe they didn't listen to the last 397 episodes that we've done. 
what happened last episode. And if you haven't, go start with number one, listen to all of them, and then get wow. this one. We'll, we'll see you in seven we have months. one week. No, yeah. They got one week to do it. <laughs> all right. So yeah, <laughs> last week, Japan announced that they will have uh, double gold points on, I think, all eShop and purchases and DLC content. Uh, they will have a N64 icons for your little avatars for your Switch profile available, and they'll have exclusive content from the My Nintendo store that looked kind of cool. Like a t-shirt. Uh, I th- think there was a sticker set. Yeah. And we were all like, wow, that is super cool. I so want that. I definitely think Nintendo of America is going to give us something just like that, that we won't moan about at all. Show me my t-shirt and coffee mug. I open up my eyes the next day. And what do we actually see? Shabam. Jesse, what does Nintendo of America, Nintendo of Europe actually give us that we 100% probably don't want and feels like it's lazy? Go ahead. I'm listening. I'll start with the European subscribers who will have access to the Nintendo 64 icons that I mentioned and double the gold points on all eShop and DLC purchases. And they can earn double the gold points when purchasing a Nintendo Switch from the My Nintendo store from November 1st through January 31st. That's something I didn't even know you could do. Maybe that's a European-only thing. But you can't do that in North America. They don't have that. North American subscribers will have access to the N64 icons and double gold points on select eShop and DLC purchases. So not even everything like everyone else is getting. Sorry, Jesse, is that it? Because surely that can't be it, because that sounds like a real, real sucky list of stuff that you get. Yeah, that's it. Really? Really? Really. Okay. No t-shirts, no coffee mugs, no stickers. Thank you, Nintendo. We really appreciate you putting in all that effort. Thank Uh, you, Nintendo of America. Thank you, Nintendo of America. Well, not even Europe gets them either. Europe doesn't get those either. That's uh, Right. Come on. Come on. Really? Like, this this is super lazy. Like, let me give you some new logos and some bonus coin on certain things. I've talked about this before. This is laziness when you talk about subscriptions, right? When we talk about value of subscriptions, and I've, I don't want to harp on Game Pass, but I will. Game Pass makes an argument every single month why you should be paying for them. Nintendo has a hard time arguing why you should pay for them once a year. Right. If you do the yearly model and I'm sorry, but like digital icons, not enough, not enough at all to really, really add value and move that move that needle forward. Uh, Tim, what do you think of this? I fell asleep when you guys were talking about that. So, you know, I'm sorry. What did you say? I just didn't. I just no. this is very frustrating because it used to be. I don't know. It, it seemed like Europe, Europe always had more things whenever it came to pre-order type stuff or Japan always had the extra things because Nintendo's in Japan. So, but Nintendo of America used to be okay at this stuff. I don't know what's going on, especially with this latest team of executives and people there just they seem to not be connecting again with people. Like we were starting to see, like it seemed like they were connecting with a few things where they weren't, but more and more, man, there's just that connection is lost. 
And I don't understand why. Yeah, I, I, it seems ridiculous. And I'm speaking again, mainly here in North America, because yeah. that's what we like to do is we like to whine when we don't get our, our way. For sure. It's easier. <laughs> it's a hundred percent easier, right? It's, it's, it, it would be a less entertaining show if I was like, and I love these ideas. These are great. Thank these you are for so double great. points. Thank and you. the logos are amazing. I this will use okay. them all. We'll, yes. Tell me more. We, this if is we did that, we would be the Nintendo Power Podcast. Right. Oh, oh. shots fired. Shots fired by <laughs> Jesse Waldack. I love the energy today. Let's keep it up. All right. Right, so let's move on. Not happy about that, Nintendo. Hey, me to you. Look at me. Do better. Do better. And people, you know if you're you know, like, not you mention that. You know, not you mention that, Justin. I think Nintendo needs a dad talk. You haven't done one of those in a while, and I think you need to have a dad. I don't talk. Have the energy for the not, not, not Listen now. up, Nintendo. Not Are you now. paying attention? Because I'm going to talk to you. Let's have. Let's come on in. You having a rough time right now? You look a little lost. You look a little confused. Are you okay? Are the other video game companies picking on you? Yeah, tough day, hey? Listen, you're, you're all right. You're special. I understand that. And, and sometimes, even though you're special, we need to just be real honest and have a real talk. Here's my real talk. Your NSO value, it's kind of shit. All right? I just need you to do a little bit better. I need you to try a little bit harder in NSO. I know it's for the big boys, but I need you just to just to just show us that you can do a little bit better. All right, buddy. Hey, go out there and get him. All right, you go get him, champ. There we go. There's my dad talk pep turn. Do I have that scripted already? Because that sounded <laughs> pretty good. Thanks. I was like, I didn't really know where I was going to go. I was just hoping I was going to find my way out of it. You had to get in that dad mode, you know, I and did. just I have did that drop talk. into that that little like you know the the one camera uh does someone also want to clip that and maybe put that on our youtube shorts or something like that because i think <laughs> that might work great um all right let's talk more about nintendo disappointing me um nintendo uh listen i'm not a developer i'm just i'm just an idiot in front of a microphone that plays video games and is incredibly loud at times but nintendo as of late night so i don't know qa process but Nintendo has actually had to pull another like update back due to errors. So Nintendo actually pulled the Rainmaker mode from the uh, Anarchy Battle in Splatoon 3 due to a bug. The issue was discovered after the Heath uh, 1.20 update was launched. And between Switch Sports and this, uh, that gold seal of approval that we've talked about from Nintendo is kind of getting a little tarnished. And if you remember for, for Nintendo Sports, Switch Sports, they had to actually roll back uh, an update as well and actually took it completely offline. It just kind of feels like Nintendo's QA team kind of missing a little bit here. This is very rare for updates to literally be pulled back. Jesse and Tim, uh, listen, I know nothing of technology, right? I'm pretty much an idiot in front of a microphone, but you guys both work in, in tech areas that have QAs, that have rollout and patches, not video game industry related, but like, is there some correlation here? How does this happen? And, and is this, is this a, or should we be concerned about Nintendo in this, or is this just a, like, just happens to be bad coincidence? I, I think, oh, this, I think, I think it's the latter. I think it's just a bad coincidence. This is like, just a matter of their, your QA department can only do so many tests. Let's uh, say they have 50 people. They might be able to run maybe 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 tests. They push it live. You got 5 million testers out there doing e even more different scenarios. So 
the the players are going to find things that the QA missed. There's just no way the QA can get everything. Well, the other thing too, I think, is that both of these games, um, I don't remember the names of their teams, but isn't it still some outside of Nintendo, like second party, or maybe I think it's the, still? I think most of the QA are contractor work. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, not just QA, but I mean these games in particular, like Nintendo. Uh-huh. switch sports wasn't that bandai or something like that or help work with them on this well that i don't know and then splatoon 3 was is made by a different team um that's not necessarily i don't know i, I get confused uh, when it comes but to still, which, Nintendo published which development teams. ultimately yes. they're responsible for the qa <laughs> yes so but uh and the other th- other factor that could be thrown in there, I don't know if any of these teams get, go back to the office now or if they're working back in the office full time or if they are, if they're getting used to being back in the office or if there's like hybrids and all that kind of stuff. You know, I hate bringing it up all the time, but I still have to mention COVID has impacted everything. And, and even with even with where I work, there's still, you know, the talk in the world here in North America, you know, just talking about, you know, who's doing hybrid, who's going back to the office, who's not going back to the office, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And if you are going back to the office, how many times of the week are you going? And then when it gets, Nintendo has talked about the difficulty of getting everybody working from home in development. And that's why I think we had a little bit of a drought there from Nintendo games. And some people will say we still are, but, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that are still impacting us from COVID and the shutdown and the uh, the work from home aspect for a lot of a lot of companies, and I think that's why we're seeing these things. Um, yeah, is it tarnishing their gold seal? I think I think it has a little bit because we've been used to seeing Nintendo send out pretty close to polished games where there might be some slight things here and there but there's nothing breaking where they have to totally take something out or pull something out at least from my memory it's always just been like oh you can you can you know break through this mountain because the polygon's missing or something so we have to add patch that in or something like that you know and even you things. know the just they're testing the net code internally is still different than testing it against real people on the internet is yeah. See, sometimes so again, it adds more variables that you just can't replicate in a in a QA environment. Right, and that and from my experience in because I do, I'm a UAT tester where I work. I can't do exactly the same things our actual clients do with our software and hardware. So a lot of times we've been doing like I'll test everything that I can, and then we'll have pilot people that will do it a little bit more but then yeah like jesse said once you start getting it into more hands people find creative ways to use your stuff <laughs> you know they'll they'll find breaks so great well hopefully nintendo will uh kind of get their stuff together you know like uh you know hey we you know we don't like uh don't like rolling stuff back and it is so it's, it's a weird look for Nintendo. I'll say that, right? It's not something that we typically, you know, uh, see them do. And so that's something we'd expect result. from Bethesda. 
Yeah, that, that really is, right? It does kind of feel that way. And I think for a big game like Splatoon 3, which we know still has a very engaged player base, right? Um, that's kind of a game that you don't really want to be having these kind of mistakes in as well. So hopefully that will get resolved as well. Speaking of games that have high player bases, or at least potentially might have some more, uh, Phil Spencer, while speaking to an interview for Wall Street Journal, said Call of Duty uh, specifically will be available on PlayStation. Of course, this is the conversation uh, that Phil was talking about, about how PlayStation and Call of Duty will interact going forward as Microsoft continues their purchasing uh, and the uh, the deal kind of gets sealed with the Activision Blizzard agreement. I believe that's scheduled to close here on June of 2023. Sony has continued to be fighting that as well, saying how unfair it would be for for uh, PlayStation and COD specifically. Phil says this, I'd love to see it on the Switch, it it being Call of Duty. I'd love to see the game playable on uh, many different screens. Our intent is to, tr- is to treat Call of Duty like Minecraft. So the question here being, would you gentlemen play Call of Duty on, my, on the Switch if it had no issues and a single player campaign as well as a good multiplayer experience? Gentlemen, are you interested in playing COD on uh, the Nintendo Switch? And what do we think of Phil's statements as well? Tim, let's go to you. Um, I like the statement that he said that the intent was to treat it like Minecraft because we've seen how Minecraft is done. And I think, in my opinion, it's done well. Uh, and they've kept it available for all. They didn't have it locked down, essentially. It's it's open to pretty much anything. And that to me says that cod would be available just the same and so i would i would play it especially if it had the good single player campaign i would play it because i suck at the multiplayer side (laughs) yeah perfect uh perfect uh going to our number one resident cod fan he's clicking heads um every single day uh dropping big big fitty bombs and uh just destroying any lobbies he steps into he's destroying the sweats uh, he sometimes has the sweats, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jesse Waldeck, our COD expert player. Jesse, um, you're heading into COD on the Switch. What are you doing with it? Uh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, my son probably will play it if, if, if he can get peeled away from Valorant, because that's currently his game de jour, game de week. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm excited to play Valorant as well when it comes out soon. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I will be happy for those who are happy for COD. I will not be touching it. I've tried it. I can't play games like that, and you know that. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. It's why it's why you are not the the head clicking uh, COD player here. But uh, I, I think, think this- I think they Go also. Ahead. Sorry, one other thought here is uh, I think they have to be consistent for at least three years with it if they do bring it to switch not just Mm. bring it to switch it didn't sell well so we're not going to bring it anymore yeah i think it has to be consistent and maybe it's not switch maybe it is switch two or whatever the next thing is uh but i think it has to be consistent for at least three years to see if it builds up a following on the switch because everybody's used to it being elsewhere and will play it in those places they've already are used to yeah Yeah. and i I think not in the notes here, but I heard number some numbers based on Europe sales on say on Persona Five. You know, Switch sales compared to other platforms. You know, it's new to Xbox, yeah. but it's also on Game Pass. It's been out on PS4, but new to PS5. So there's some 
reasons why they wouldn't sell well in the in those consoles, but the Switch has, has sold like seventy five percent of the that market share. Oh wow! So, which is still pretty you know pr- pretty impressive, even with Game Pass and yeah. PSN stuff going on. Yeah, I think so, I, you know I I think this is I think this is a this is the business statement of Phil Spencer, right? Which is the, like the biggest IP that generates the most money is call of duty like it, it, we know this right like you can check check the check the figures right i remember like last year tim you were like if it, uh, if it wasn't sony wouldn't be doing what they're yeah. doing oh yeah oh yeah so it's, it's a cash cow and if and you're gonna play it somewhere you're gonna play it on a playstation right so this is this i mean this is the the conversation when we talk about the activision blizzard component here and and this is the part that people have to understand for sony and how big Call of Duty is, like, this is a big deal. Like, this is a massive deal that your number one game that is third party is being put behind somebody else's, you know, fence that you can't control anymore, who is a rival. Like, this is a really, really big deal. And I remember, Tim, last year, you talked about sales numbers in regards to Call of Duty. And it was like, remember, Call of Duty only comes out in October, November. And it was like the number one and number two games. Right. The amount of sales Call of Duty makes is absolutely critical. So I think Phil's comment here, and this is not to say like expect tomorrow, expect next week in the eShop COD to be on your, uh, you know, to be accessible. But what Phil's saying here is, is very simple, which is the business part of business, which is Nintendo has the largest install base. Yes, we want it on those consoles. Yes, because we want it in more players' hands. Yes, because it generates more money. Right. It's a very simple mathematics around it. And so Andy's making a statement that they don't want, they're not planning on keeping it an Xbox exclusive. Correct. Yeah. For the the boards or whatever they're talking. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right. So, so, so I think, I think it's, it's a very smart decision, very smart commentary. Now, whether, whether COD plays well on a switch and blah, 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 all of this, but I think this is, excuse me. This is Phil, Phil understanding and recognizing the impact and power that the Nintendo Switch console has. And they've seen success in that space with Minecraft. So why would you not try and ideally treat COD like you do Minecraft and get more, get it in more people's hands? It's a very simple premise, right? Uh, right. So if COD showed up and it was a workable, like very, like a good workable first player online campaign. Yeah, of course I jump in course i play right absolutely i'd have a good time with that um whether i'd stick with it i don't know i don't think cod is my type of battle royale first person shooter i'm more of an overwatch or apex or fortnite person but i think i think it says something when when phil's statement here about it coming to the switch and it's also a possibility too that because of the limitations the switch has when it comes to multiplayer stuff like that not not saying like battle royale is a Battle Royale is good on it, but COD, maybe not so much. It I wouldn't surprise me if they said single player campaign only is coming to the switch, yeah. you know, because we've seen that with like uh, even recently No Man's Sky, where it's just mm-hmm. the single player campaign with maybe the multiplayer coming later. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Great. Uh, so definitely yeah, we'll a down, definitely be a separate download. 
Yeah. We'll see where that goes. I would encourage you though, to head over to wall street journal and check out the interview they did or the conversation they had with Phil Spencer. He also gives a lot more insight and information regarding game pass, uh, potential price hikes in the video game industry as uh, overall. I'm sure our folks over at game pass news have covered that as well. So you can check out that on our family, family podcast also would give that article a read. Speaking of other huge companies making some really weird things happening. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, Apple now supports Nintendo NSO controllers. Uh, so your, uh, your Mac iPhone, iPad and Apple TV devices now support Nintendo switch online controllers. And of course we're talking about either the NES, the super NES or the N64 controllers. I'm going to assume that also the Genesis ones, I would assume, obviously. Um, I would assume too, but I yeah. haven't tested it. Haven't tested, but safe assumption. Uh, Jesse, what is like? Whoa. This is interesting, right? Like, is it is it that they can that they support Nintendo stuff specifically, or just like Nintendo controllers now use the same Bluetooth that is just normally used when supporting controllers? Yeah, so. I, I think they're just adding more controller support. Just okay, you know, like the only thing missing now is Stadia. Yeah. So yeah, people are wondering: Does that mean N64 games will be on Apple TV? No, it does not. Sure, it doesn't, folks. As you said five minutes ago, biggest Nintendo Switch has the biggest install base. There are more controllers out there, not doing anything other than playing Nintendo games. So Apple says, "Hey, use them for here." Yeah, that's. I mean, that's exactly it. Why don't you use a controller you already have at home to play our games on Apple Arcade? Uh, so it removes a barrier of entry that you think you need a special Apple controller. Nope. Yeah, I, Whatever you have works, except for I Google still Stereo. haven't tried it yet. I, I tried SteamWorld. No. Uh, Ste- Shovel Knight Dig, that one. Yes. Uh, on the iPad. Didn't like it. Uh, the game the. Well, it has two different control styles. I didn't like either control style. I want to try it with a controller. I just haven't had a chance to do it yet. So I can you know, I can pair a controller to my iPad or I can pair it to the Apple TV and play it. I just haven't had a chance to try it out yet. Cool. Awesome. Tim, Apple TV is not compatible with Amico. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, really adds a show, doesn't it? Like, if we didn't, why are we even bothering? Why are we even having this conversation? I don't care if it ain't. Ninfrendo asked the question, I answered it. Nintendo, Ninfrendo asking the hard hit, hard hitting uh, questions. You know what I'm saying? That's why we, that's why we have the chat. That's why you should be on YouTube or Twitch to keep us honest, to ask these kind of questions because we're going to engage with that, right? Ninfrendo, you earned yourself a big thumbs up for me. So fantastic work, fantastic stuff. I love it. Tim, are you excited to not be playing Nintendo games on your Apple devices? I, I think I have a hot take for you guys here. Oh, Does he have God. any Apple devices to not play hot, Nintendo games? Jesse, on? Jesse, you got a hot take button uh, somewhere in here. Find it. <laughs> hot take. I, as much as I like, especially like the SNES controller, and would love to have one. I haven't bought one. And even though I tried to buy an N64 one, I can't. Every time it gets posted, I can't get it because it gets sold out. Even though, barring those things, ultimately, I feel like, I sh- why do I need to have those? Yes, I understand to play the NSL games. Yes, to feel you know the games as if they were, this, to play them the same way you played them when they, when they were there before. The point of the switch to me is not to carry a bunch of peripherals with me. It's to play. I play mostly in handheld. I want to play with my joy cons. So 
I don't want those controllers. I want to play NSO games with my Joy-Cons. And I don't, I think that should be, Nintendo is not doing well with making those games play as well in most cases with Joy-Cons. You kind of have to be able to play it or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's because people are used to, you know, muscle memory and play with their, the old controllers and prefer the older controllers because it's because of the feel there. But for me, it's like, if I'm going to go back and play GoldenEye when that eventually goes there, I don't want to play with the N64 controller. Give me a way to play it with my Joy-Cons and have fun with it that way. But I, I do like options. I do like when companies give options to people so that if you do want to play with the N64 controller, by all means, go buy one and play it that way. But for me, I like playing my Switch in handheld mode. I don't want all a bunch of different five different controllers just to play different nso games there we go <laughs> that's my hot take the hottest chris, of the hot HL, chris hl says i'm psyched to connect my switch controllers to my apple devices to do nothing that's exactly <laughs> yeah, 100%. all right folks, so with let's- that, sorry with that take that yeah. going back to the apple tv thing i i don't care it's like great okay so they connect <laughs> I so i just don't care I just I'll just use my Joy-Con, I guess, to connect to the Apple device. Yeah, I like I've I've got <laughs> I've got Apple Arcade, I've got an Apple TV, I've got like literally the box sitting on my T like by my TV, right? So and we use our Apple TV fairly frequently, and like I you know I look at it and I'm like yeah I could just like connect my Xbox controller and play Shovel Knight Dig for free or playing these games. I'm like, eh. You know, like, eh, I don't know why that seems like a lot of work. Well, I literally have three Apple TVs in this room. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Your life. You're just, you're just <laughs> talking Apple TVs. What are you selling them well, back your van? Well, no. Well, like when I like, uh, like when I live stream Pokemon games, right. I, I, I use two of them to get my two phones into OBS. You do some oh. fancy stuff. Yeah, the magic of airplay. You know what I'm saying? The magic of airplay. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, folks, we're moving on to a couple more items here. Some game releases to be aware of. NSO trial starting yesterday uh, through to November 1st. North America NSO subscribers can download and try the try the full... What is this game? Oh, what? Obakiadoro. Ob- yeah, at no cost. So it's three humans versus one human. Humans use lantern attacks to keep what this. Okay, listen, if you're interested in this, just go over and look on the eShop. All oh, right? come on. It's, come on. I wrote that out just so we okay, can explain fine. what the game humans is. Use it's lanterns attacks to keep the <laughs> monsters away. Monsters <laughs> use their skills like, like glide and track to catch the humans. It's essentially a game of cat and mouse that can be played on a single system. Local, wireless, or up to four players. Currently, it's 50% mm-hmm. off for, for $9.99 in USD if you have the NSO. There we go. <laughs> but I, I thought it looked, sounded cool because it's kind of like the so cool. Do you have a dying game light. This thing? Do you have like a first look on this thing yet? I can. You should. Listen, <laughs> you made me read that. You wrote that. You're excited about it. I better see a first look up tomorrow Touché. morning, sir. Touché. I got another one in the pipeline, so you're going to have to wait, sir. <laughs> Do you? I'll be talking about it when we get to it. Okay. What, we can like, what are you playing? Because <laughs> I've got, we've literally got a backload of code. So if you're not playing some, I'm going to throw it at you. Uh, all right, let's digress. One last thing before we jump in. Uh, by the time you listen to this, or maybe you listen to it now live, Bayonetta 3 
uh, comes out on the Nintendo Switch right now. And early reviews are, are uh, coming in pretty well in Bayonetta 3. Uh, quick score, quick rundown. This was as of the 25th. Eurogamer gives it a recommended. The Independent gives it a 4.5 out of 5. Uh, the Gamer gives it 4 out of 5. GameSpot, 9. Press Start, 9. Game Informer is an 8.25. Uh, giving it a currently a um, Metacritic score of 80 nine and an open critic score of 90 so overall the reception on bayonetta 3 despite the controversy for voice actors that have occurred has been uh fairly positive uh for it as well we'll obviously have some or, or some of our impressions and thoughts next week i believe tim you're going to be covering bayonetta for our team is that correct sure <laughs> not covering it for our team did i read a discord wrong I thought you I, were getting it. I thought you had a. Pre-order. I did, but I didn't. But well, yes, I am covering it. Yes, we got it covered. We're good. Got it. <laughs> I was like, right? No, am I wrong? We'll talk. Post show. Post show. <laughs> <laughs> if not, ladies and gentlemen, watch for Justin Masson's coverage. Early Something coverage somebody will be covering at yes. three, and somebody and I'll will tell you what it. I think about it. Somebody uh, will be is, covering. Yeah, somebody will cover it. All right, folks. Uh, so that is uh, that is our news. Uh, Jesse, you're not a Bayonetta fan. You're not interested. No, I, I, I think I rented the first Bayonetta on PS3 and didn't get far. Didn't and my history with Platinum Games is, is well documented. Yeah, and I think that's the game that kind of triggered it. That like they want me to do this to trigger Rich Time, and I can't do this. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> So yeah, more Bayonetta coverage coming up. Uh, we're excited to see what people think of it. I, I have heard that it is stretching the switch a little bit beyond what it should be. Uh, but other than that, it is still a fun time. Folks, that is our news today. We're going to jump into an ad from our uh, good folks over at Manscaped. Hey folks, today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Ooh, spooky, spooky music. Oh, ooh. Mike, my, ooh, thank you, Tim. Thank you for cueing some Foley work. Ooh, that is spooky. Nice job, Jesse. Mike Meyer sure is scary, but the last thing you need is to be hairy. With this Halloween, lucky our friends over at Manscaped has launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Turn your bit-sized treat into a king-sized candy and join the six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going over to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. That's N-I-N-D-A-D-S at 20% off and free shipping. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support of the show. Nice job, guys. I was impressed with that. That was was good stuff. Do I tell them or should I not tell them? No, just keep it going. It's okay. Okay. Tell me where where that music came from. No, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Just go. Just go with it, Justin. Don't worry about it. Just go with it. Just keep going. I don't trust either of you, <laughs> but I like the cut of your jib. All right. Hey, let's head over to Tim. Tim, you've got a let's discuss community spotlight guest spotlight question that you want to talk about. What do you got for us? Let's discuss. Let's discuss. So in light of Halloween coming up, what is the spookiest moment you had in a game? Something that made you jump? And do you have a scary game recommendation for Halloween mm-hmm. besides Luigi's Mansion? 
Sure. I do have one. Uh, so maybe I think it's well-documented. I do not like horror movies. I do not like scary games. I do. Those are not things that I enjoy. So I do not actively play horror games. And if you want, just watch when I played Resident Evil Village on stream for like the, the cloud version thing. Like, no, nah, this isn't for me, but I will tell you a long, long time ago, picture it. It's 1996. A young Justin Masson just starting to sport an early mustache and has himself a PlayStation has decided to play Resident Evil 2 because I'm a teenager and I play adult games that are crazy. And I don't play Mario. I play adult games that are hard hitting and scary. And were you Resident wearing your brown pants at the time? Resident Evil, they were brown afterwards. Resident Evil 2, uh, if you've played it, have you guys played Resident Evil 2 before? I have never played a Resident Evil there game. There is a very iconic scene where you're walking, you're, you've made your way into the police stations very early on. Ladies and gentlemen, chat, can you guess what's going on here? You're walking down a hallway and all of a sudden the dogs burst through the window and i'm pretty sure i threw my controller across the floor and said hell's no <laughs> and that was pretty much the end of it i was like we're not doing this we're not no that's that's it um mm-hmm. i think that was the scariest moment i've had for for it as well uh the other scariest moment was the time that i thought my daughter had actually saved over my breath the wild file that i had put 85 hours <laughs> yeah that was also yeah. very scary, I remember that, right but there. also a great parenting moment with that. I did not lose my absolute mind. <laughs> Thank God for 15 auto saves. Mm-hmm. And the last one was still good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's mine. Jesse, what you got? Anything? Yeah, again, just like him, I do not play spooky horror games. Um, but the one time that with a jump scare got me good was Arkham Knight. I, mm. On the P- PS4, there was a scene where I was, you know, Batman just kind of swinging along the rooftops, trying to get to it at the top of a building. And just as I get to it, I'm holding on to the top, lift myself up, and then Man Bat shows up out of nowhere. Like his face is right there. I'm like, ah, get away from me, Kurt. Go away. <laughs> nice. Yeah, mine, that caught me off guard. Mine uh, was at a younger age and it was doom uh being a first person shooter uh i think probably one of the first ones i experienced first person so i was really immersed into the game playing it and then sometimes when you turn a corner in that game there would be the uh, demon there and the the noises it would make especially when you got headphones on or the speakers are loud enough or whatever. And you just turn that corner and it goes, you know, or whatever. It's not really jumping at you, but it's just like, you weren't, you just turn in the corner and it's right there. And you got to start shooting the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. I've jumped so many times or it made my hair stand up in the back of my neck, you know, just from those things. So, but definitely super cool uh, experience playing doom uh, back in the nineties, late nineties. I'm, <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, uh, Jesse. Uh, in our Twitch chat, are you able to time out someone? I see a. <laughs> yeah, I, I see Capper, a troublemaker. Capper eye. Um, I think he's. I don't like that attitude. I don't like that chat coming in here. Uh, Mr. Sean Capri comes in here and asks, "Who's going to raise more money to save kids uh, 
at extra life Nintendo dads or not Nintendo dads pretty bold. Kind of just walking into somebody else's house and was like, Hey guys, I'm King. Right? Like, come on. Really? Really? <laughs> Capri, you're lucky that in a week from now, you and I aren't throwing hands. All right. Cause that's, what's going to happen. You keep up with that attitude. He, he also right? came in here and we have to do a posture check and we have to stretch. I know I'm not, I'm not having any of this. I'm not having he, Sean. Well, he gave Capri. us points. Gave no, us I points. don't care. No, I'm not having him coming to my show and start telling me what to do. That is not <laughs> how this works. Time that man out or kick him out. One of the two things is going to have to happen. All right. Your word ban. I just ban him in total. Right. Let's just do that. Right. Can I perma bam someone from my Twitch chat? Let's do that. If we can't, I want a mod that can. Got to use your points for that. Oh, got to use points. Oh, my. Yeah. Use your points. Yeah. Ban. All right. Well, speaking of speaking of uh, horror and speaking of scary movies or in scary games, are there any games that maybe you guys would recommend playing on the switch uh, at, in honor of Halloween? Uh, there's one game I have in mind, but I don't know if it's on the Switch. Let me look. I, it up I mean, first. I think Doki Doki Literature Club would be a great example, right? That's a scary game. Y- yeah. So, isn't it? Yeah. It, well, it's yeah. It's psychological horror. Yeah. It's uh, so, but big, big uh, warning. Don't if you're underage, don't play it. If you are sensitive to certain. St- things mm-hmm. that you are warned about early on mm-hmm. don't play it but uh, i yeah. feel like that's a game i have to uh have that preface each time i would yeah. say either of the castlevania collections would be good Ooh, that's a good so one that would be a lot of fun yeah that's a great one. The game i was thinking of isn't on the switch but i'm sure it's on other systems is a costume quest kind of like a rpg themed around Halloween costumes mm-hmm. where like the mm-hmm. costumes actually give you the powers of that costume. Mm. I, okay. I, I played the, the original one. Again, I think it was just like PS three, but I didn't get far in it, but I did like what I, what I saw. Which game did you say? Costume quest. Oh, okay. I okay. think it's, a, I think it's a game pass game. Okay. All right. Interesting uh any games for you tim that you'd think of like if people were like hey looking for something kind of uh kind of spooky or kind of yeah, kind the of the halloween theme yeah anything else um well the game i'm gonna be talking about on let's play is one um okay. for sure okay so so we talk it's a, a newer one right. okay yeah. oh i haven't played it yet but i have a code for a game for it's buddy simulator 1984 i yeah. think that one looks like it might be that type of game as well mm-hmm. i'll find out i'm gonna mm-hmm. plan on doing a stream of that this weekend okay oh right. uh isn't dead by like daylight on the switch dead by daylight's on the switch yeah yeah good that one. that one would be a good one to yeah for sure okay uh i've got a couple to keep to think about if you're like i need a halloween game to play of course of course Luigi's Mansion 3, right? Of course, Luigi's Mansion 3. You can't say that. I said it. It's an amazing game. And no, it's no, game. you can't say Luigi's Mansion. Everybody know goes I'm telling to you, if someone's, like, if someone's like, I need to go play a game, it's a good family-friendly game to play with your kids on Halloween. Now, when they go to bed, maybe you want to play some other games, I'll give you one. Pumpkin Jack. Pumpkin oh, Jack is a Halloween-specific game. It's a platformer. It is a ton of fun. You should check out Halloween Jack. And if, if they're smart, Halloween Jack goes on sale every time around Halloween <laughs> to get more people to do it. But Halloween Jack is a lot of fun. The other one, when I think of spooky games with, with spooky atmosphere, that kind of makes my heart rate, 
rays that kind of gets me, you know, if I'm putting on my, putting on my headphones and kind of sealed in here, Bioshock. Oh yeah. Right. That go. has got a lot of atmospheric kind of sounds kind of gets you a little creepy. Right. Uh, so I would say Bioshock would be another one to consider yeah. of as well. I, um, I just looked at the price for pumpkin Jack. Normally is 30. It is 60% yeah. off $12. Great game to play. A lot of fun as well. We do have a let's play. If you're looking at that as well. Uh, House of the Dead brought up by Ninfrendo. That's a great one as well. That is fantastic. Yes. Looks like Sean might be jumping out. Hey, Sean, thanks for popping in. We do appreciate it. Hey, we will see you next week. Uh, we're excited to be there uh, and for our team to absolutely destroy yours, right? Yeah. And the fact that you need three teams to try and beat us is absolutely ridiculous, but it's okay. I understand when, you're this, in- forces. when you're this intimidating, like you're the Voltron of of podcasts trying to come together to, to defeat the one and ultimate podcast with us. We've destroyed the mega dads year after year after year. We have absolutely no problem destroying your team as well. All for the sake of the children. All right, folks for the children, uh, for the children. What else do we got? Capri says the mega who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, whoo, 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 shots fired. Shots fired. Let's talk about some events. Tim, what do we got going on? A real quick uh, reminder that the Splatfest coming up, the Splatoon uh, crossover with Pokemon. Which type would you choose? Actually, Justin, which one did you choose, if any yet? Grass type, fire type, or water type? Uh, will I, you haven't, I haven't chosen any yet because I don't really care about the Pokemon. Uh, but if I yes, was to choose one, I would choose fire type. Excellent. The Splatfest will take place from Friday, November 11th at 4 p.m. to Sunday, November 13th at 4 p.m. Pacific time. We also have our Discord community events coming up. That uh, is our, our table. It's just the table. We now have a breakfast table and a dinner table. The breakfast table comes, will be starting for the first time this month. First one will be Wednesday, November 9th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. That's uh, the second Wednesday of every month for the breakfast table. Hopefully we can keep that consistent, but stay tuned in the table channel if anything changes or if people find a better time or whatever, because it's up to the community. The dinner table happens always third Friday of the month, and that happens this Friday, or not this Friday, but in this month, Friday, November 18th at 10 p.m. Eastern time as well. Both of those were basically where the community comes together. We talk about whatever's going on in video games, movies, TV, toys, music, whatever we want to talk about, whatever comes up, Choco Tacos, um, whatever. So did you, say, did you say Choco Tacos? Choco Tacos, yes. If, we if you were more, if you participated in previous tables, you would have known us. We have an explanation of why Choco Tacos are going away. It's because of a rift in the multiverse. Anyways, to join the table, you want to join? You have to be a Patreon or a Twitch subscriber. Join our just to join our Discord call on either of those days and times to join in the fun. Also, we have, of course, we talked about it, Extra Life Game Day, November 5th. You can go to our webpage, nintendodads.org, like we said. Go to the upper right-hand corner. You can click on the Extra Life link and donate to anybody on our team or join our team. Uh, We're always looking for people to join, and you don't have to play the same day. You don't have to be in New York. You can play on 
a day that makes sense to you. We have all the way to the end of the year for those donations to count this year. So remember, you can go to nintendodads.org in the upper hand corner, click on Extra Life to participate any way you feel you can. You can also go to bit.ly slash Extra Life Dads to also get to that information. Thanks to uh, John of Dads After Dark for giving us that link. And that's our events. Now on to Justin's favorite part, Jesse's Poke Minutes. I hate you all. So instead of Pokemon Go, I have Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet news. New information about Scarlet and Violet has been released by several outlets who are able able to play the game for an hour to get a taste of what's to come. Here are some of the changes made for these games versus previous games. Trainer battles are no longer triggered when you enter the line of sight of another trainer. Instead, they'll have some sort of indicator showing that they are prepared to battle and you have to approach them to engage. More items in Pokemon are out in the world than trailers have been leading on with wide areas with nothing to be found. Catching Pokemon by throwing a supply of Pokeballs like in Legends Arceus isn't in this game, but you can sneak up on a wild Pokemon from behind, throw out the first Pokemon you, you want to battle with, and if It'll, if it connects with a backstrike, you'll get a benefit in battle. Additional wild Pokemon will come to you during battles to spectate and react to what they're seeing. Pokemon and the trainer will have various reactions to weather changes. An example given was the trainer was trying to hide his head in a reaction to rain, where the Farifarig, the Farigaraf, that one, was playing in it, enjoying the weather. I hate that name. That, that, <laughs> Justin, did you hear that? He hates a Pokemon name. Sorry, zoned out there, guys. Sorry, just kind of <laughs> kind of blacked out all, all things considered. I uh, just stopped listening. Well, speaking of names, Pokemon nicknames can be given at any at any time versus only at the time of capture or finding a name changing NPC. And access to PC storage can be done at any time versus only in Pokemon centers and other specific locations. In, in a separate video, the Pokemon Company revealed that a new Pokemon will be in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, Grievard, the ghost Pokemon. At first, it looks like a, a lit wick or any other candle on the ground, but the candle is on top of Grievard's head. He buries himself in the ground to stay hidden, only showing the candle. Aha. Uh-huh. That's so I the saw, picture that's been going around. <laughs> yeah. I see I saw art on Twitter like that afternoon that this they announced it where it they drew it like Muttley from like Snidely Whiplash and uh, yes. type of, uh, yes. cartoons with the candle on ahead. And they didn't have to change much. <laughs> Right, I saw that, and it was it was actually quite confusing. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I I showed it to my son, who I, then looked at the real Grievard, and he says these look very similar. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what some of the pictures I was mentioning is like. Where is this coming from? And I know we had people posting different pictures too in Discord. So, but definitely cool stuff. Thanks, Jesse. Now Welcome. let's go on to what we've been playing. Justin, what are you playing right now? Oh my gosh, sorry. I <laughs> you were in a Pokemon minute, so I it just felt like 
it felt like forever. <laughs> like it really felt like a lot more than a minute there. Pokemon uh, is never a minute. Never a minute. I'm playing some Mario and Rabbids sparks of hope and i am having a great time with it um we just had a great conversation with uh with josh taylor about it as well but i'm loving it it's fantastic uh love the art style it's great fun uh love the challenges with it a lot of accessibility which i was actually kind of shocked at as i dug more into it there's a lot of like oh this is too hard change this so you want invincibility you want this you want to make it easier so they've really made it really approachable which i think if you're talking about family friendly i think it's fantastic uh so i'm really really enjoying my time with it um i'll give you the dialogue and the voice acting kind of like okay let's move on here but the actual fundamental game mechanics is great it's definitely got that ubisoft kind of quest mode which is here's your main thing here's the flag for it here's the 12 side quests that you can go find as well uh but i think they do a really great job with it um and i'm super engaged and i'm, I'm really enjoying it uh the other game i'm playing a lot of uh following up from last week as well is overwatch 2 i'm on level i think 42 now of my battle pass so i'm continuing to truck through that and right now they're having a Halloween theme event in uh, Overwatch. They have done it typically as well. It's the return of Wrath of the Bride or something. That's a it's a 14-day event. So you can jump into that if you want to. It's a ton of fun. I see you both laughing, which makes me think something happened in the Twitch chat. I'm going to have to <laughs> yell at somebody. Let's see here. Let's see. Justin needs all this as he can. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, how are we actually kicking him out? Are you not doing this anymore? Or what, are we, what are we doing here? Right? Are we mods? You not understand how this works? I thought he said he was gone already. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's uh. Yeah. Set. <laughs> See now you know why. <laughs> I hate Sean. I hate Sean Capri so much. Some days I both love him and hate him, and I'm excited to see him. Uh, you can't stop me can't stop me so those are the games i've been playing um you know it is interesting I, I i was kind of thinking about it recently i don't have a lot as i look into the rest of the year that have me super excited i think my you know like you have peaks and valleys and seasons i don't think there's a lot left that i'm super excited about we've got a couple of games on the horizon uh next week we've got uh from space which looks like a great i think it's gonna be a great game for us to play actually at extra life it looks like a great couch co-op four player chaos so i'm really excited for that um and then it takes two is coming out that week as well. So I'm excited for that. Then that's kind of it. Uh, Sifu, I'm sort of interested in, but I'm really concerned about what we've seen. Uh, so I don't know if I'm really oh, interested yes, in yes. it. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say this right now. Hey, hey, Outer Worlds. <laughs> What's going on over? You okay? Yeah. You got anything? Uh, you got anything over there you want to say? No, no, no. It's been like two years, hey? Okay. I want to ask okay. the same thing about sports story. Yeah. 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 So, uh, that is, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. That's it for me. Nice. And that, <laughs> I think that was a question we had before too. It was, uh, what we were looking forward to playing really or was on our list I, for the rest of the I year. I didn't anticipate, I didn't read the, I didn't read ahead. No, no, no. I'm not in, in here, but I mean, previous episodes okay. uh, that you okay. may not have been on so that that's good that you answered that so. i assume that when i'm not on quality doesn't exist so i just come here and answer no nope, we like, just fly that? by the seat of our pants that's i appreciate all yeah. of you i also <laughs> by the way if you're a big ghostbusters fan completely died completely other side of this uh ghostbusters is the theme right now for fall guys there's suits and stuff in there oh yeah yeah that almost made me go back to fall guys because i haven't for four months um so you know there's something to be said about that and also 
all okay hold on a second i usually don't address him sean capri chicken wiggle is not coming out in 2022 shut your mouth all right <laughs> and it's also hatch tails now not chicken wiggle and by the way it was and for those of you that don't know check out our 2022 predictions justin's prediction was hatch tails will not come out in 2022 ladies and gentlemen i might be winning next year's prediction champion because of that because i don't think it's going to happen <laughs> I watch it. Watch we get news yeah. December 1st. We're giving away we're giving away a copy of Ghostbusters game if anyone donates to our page. That's nice. It's great, Sean. It's great. You know what we're giving away? We're giving away some uh here's what you, okay, hold on. You think you're about okay, hold on, chat. You think you're about to walk over to Sean Capri's page and donate. Here's what we're doing. We're giving away some controllers, all right? Some PDP stuff. If you donate right now to the Nintendo Dads uh, page, all right, or in the next uh, next 12 hours, we're going to send you the PDP controller and case. Shabam, that happens. Do it right now. Seriously, pull your car over and donate, all right? It's got to be, yeah, do that, all right? Come in here and start start <laughs> throwing 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 stuff at me. All right, Justin, shunk, put... Free. Put yourself on mute now so you don't say any words that we have to bleep. Again. (laughs) Again. All right, Jesse, what have you been playing? All right, so I've also been playing a little bit of uh, Sparks of Hope. I'm a little disappointed in it in the fact that, you know, I finished, like, the main story, or I beat the main boss of the first area, and I want to clean up the first that that area before moving on to the next but what's available to me is beyond my level so it kind of is kicking me kicking me out to to the next area and then we'll want me to come back later so kind of not liking that but that's what the game wants me to do so that's what i gotta do uh but and I haven't put much time into that yet because most of my time has been continuing Dragon Quest Builders 2. I started that game. I wasn't planning on getting sunk into it again, and I got sunk into it again. So <laughs> when I played it the first time, I said, you know, like the first area took me like 30 hours. It didn't take me that long this time. But if that was the entire game, I would have been satisfied. So... I just started the second area now, so I don't remember how many areas there are in the game, but you know, it, I, I like the loop. And one thing I did start this afternoon to prepare for next week is I played, uh, I, I booted up Magic the Gathering Arena because Tim and I have signed up for the Magic the Gathering tournament that's going to happen in you know next next weekend. So I need wanted to remind myself of what the rules are. So uh, I went. The game starts off with like five tutorial battles that are almost impossible to lose. I think they can if you make a bad decision, they kind of say you should do this instead. Right. <laughs> so yeah. And then once you get through the first five, then the next section is like has challenges where you pick a color of deck, and you play that deck with f- five other op- opponents. I started off with the white deck and I'm having a hard time with the third of five. I've played it like three times so far and mm. lost all of them. So I'll probably move on to a different color and see, you know, just to get, get more games in. 
but I'm like I'm liking that. You know, remembering how to play. There's still a lot of the aspects, like of I still have to relearn. Like I don't even know how many cards I get, I start with because the game deals them for me, and I haven't kept track of that. So yeah. I'm sure that there'll be seven things I have to fine tune. And once I you get start there. with seven, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been playing. Nice. That you just reminded me. I need to probably brush on that, brush up on some of my Magic the Gathering skills too. But uh, I've been playing two games. Uh, one there's a video up for it, and the other one there will be a video up for it soon. And then another one apparently that I'll have to do that's going to be on deck. So, <laughs> so anyways, Pinball Wizard is one that I played. Uh, we got a review code for that early before it launched on the twenty seventh. Um, and that is basically, and I think I talked about it, it was on deck last week, last show, and I played it after that over the weekend. And um, basically, you are a wizard in the shape of a pinball that you have to get to the top of a castle tower to right the wrongs that have been done at the top of the castle. I'm trying not to give away too much, although I do talk about it more in the video. Uh, but basically, you have to get up there, defeat the monster at the top, set things right. To get to the top, you have to go to each floor. There are 21 floors in the tower, and each floor represents a pinball table, essentially. Not necessarily rectangular, they're round uh, floors, and but there are things in each floor that are interactive with the pinball wizard that either you destroy monsters or you turn on and off switches to, and if you turn on and off, you turn on certain ones, you get more loot. Essentially uh, you get, you collect coins, you collect experience points and you collect health and energy throughout each of these boards to help get you through the uh, 21 levels. Um, so I had a blast. I could not stop playing it. I got through all 21 levels and beat the game. So yes, does it sound quick? It was, but um, there's lots of other things to do. Like one is you can keep going through each level. Like once, like I didn't do one run and got to 21 floors. I died several times, but as you die, you collect, uh, you're collecting your experience points and money to be able to build up your skills so that you can get better as a pinball wizard and go back and try to defeat this tower. Like when you rogue, go back, roguelite? when you go back, that's what I thought at first, but you, when you go back, you can, you can go back. You don't have to start from the very beginning. So okay. roguelite light, <laughs> because Which, I mean, you die, you go back, but you can go back to the floor you died on roguish with checkpoints. Yes. You can go to any floor that you've defeated, essentially. Okay. Or the last floor you died on, up to the last floor you died on. So yeah. uh, you can, yeah. like, there's one floor I kept dying on, floor 10, that I just kept attacking and trying to get through. And eventually I got through it. And then when I got all through, when I beat the game, 21 levels, my, now, my goal now is to see if I can complete all 21 levels without dying. Do I get anything from the game? I don't know. 
I haven't gotten that far yet. I don't know if there's an, there's, there's not necessarily achievements, but there you unlock new skills. Like when I beat the game, I got a specific skill for beating the game that you can use, you know, when you keep playing. So replay value, you, there's one aspect. There are daily dungeons that you can also beat to get high scores for. And there are also, uh, two other dungeons as well that you can beat and get high scores for, for you can get high scores for each dungeon and you get a high score for the total amount of points you got for beating the, the dungeons combined. So as it stands right now, the game just came out. I'm still number two on uh, the overall list and, and number and one, I think dungeon number two as well. Um, but I'm sure somebody will beat me <laughs> and I'll drop down that list pretty quickly because the game just came out. But and I also picked this game up when I went, when I was purchasing uh, persona and Jackbox this afternoon. So I, that's another game that, oh, and nice. the fact that it's a, you said it's a relatively short game. It kind of makes it. Yeah. It's short well, and it's that, nice. That and- might, that might be an airplane game for me after all. So <laughs> <laughs> It's nice and quick and, uh, uh, you can bounce in and out of it and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed my time yeah. with it. I think it's worth the uh, seven or eight dollars US yeah, it's, eShop. It's, it's, eight, it's, it's normal price is eight dollars. It's currently ten percent off. Yep. Of that. Excellent. So again, I do have a video out that dropped today on that. So go check that out um, if you want to know more information on it or want to see some of the screens. Also, I started today a game called Dire Vengeance. Um, it was said that it was a Metroidvania game, but, um, I haven't noticed any of the going back to get weapon stuff. I think it's more of a Castlevania game. I was thinking more, it looked at first, it looked like Castle Roids as the mega dads like to say game. This would have been the most Castle Roids game that actually would use that name if it if there ever was one but again i haven't noticed any backtracking yet it's all been pretty linear so far in the couple boards i've been playing uh, i haven't done a video yet on it because i wanted to get used to the controls and get to playing it and stuff like that but uh i plan on doing a, a first look at that uh, hopefully within the next couple of days as well as on deck i have bayonetta 3 on deck ready to play and hopefully we'll be doing a video of that as well. So um, lots, of, lots of stuff to do. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, and as we talked about and before, one of the my playing games is going to be uh, um, Age of Calamity possibly, but who knows, that might change within a week's time. So <laughs> we'll see, especially if I get into being at a three and decide I want to keep playing that. But that's what I've been playing. Uh, let's move on to the community spotlight. Uh, Justin, uh, just to let you know, uh, Sean Capri is he's still there. Just to let you know. So anyways, community spotlight, along with Sean Capri in our community. Thanks for stopping by. All of you who came in there to get chat with us, including Hambo and Johnny, uh, this guy named Mason or Masson, I don't know, Ebisel, um, Mecha Dragon. Uh, let's see, I'm going through some of those names. Um, do, 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 Bushin, Family Ryu Gaming Cat. was there earlier. Yes, yes, they were in there chatting it up in there. 
Thank you all for always coming by and stopping by. Chris HL. Uh, I love seeing all these names in here. We're actually up to 10 viewers. Thank you all for stopping by and coming in here and chat with us. So if I missed your name, I apologize, but thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us in either Twitch or uh, Facebook or uh, YouTube. Any of those places to chat with us is awesome. Uh, again, we're in the community spotlight. So let's put a spotlight on the Nintendo Dads Family podcast, which includes Game Pass News. So if you're into the Xbox side of things as well as the Nintendo, um, go check out the Game Pass News crew, uh, Nick and Sean, where they go over their shenanigans during the week and Xbox News and Game Pass releases, especially for the Game Pass releases, because there's usually quite a bit there. They help break down what to look out for, what to play, what not to play. And they also look for recommendations for you guys too, from you guys too. So I would say they're the very best Xbox related podcasts that you can find on the internet. I don't think there's anyone better. If you were to go subscribe to uh, Xbox podcast, I think you should subscribe to game pass news, not uh, a show called Xbox drive. Cause it's no good. Their hosts are not very good at all. They're not good people either. You should subscribe to Game Pass News. And with that, <laughs> go check out Dad's After Dark show as well, where that that show is best listened to after the kids go to bed and the wife is distracted. Because John and Drew get together and talk about video games, dad stuff we can't talk about here because we're a family-friendly show, even though Justin tries to every now and then. Dro their show drops every other Monday night with an occasional episode in between. Uh, so go check out Dad's After Dark show. We also have the Retro Logic show, which they have their very own family of podcasts. Not only do they have the Retro Logic show, where Dan, John, and Sam cover all retro gaming and retro gaming collecting topics, they have On Topic Retro, where they uh, John does in depth overview and discussion about specific games. And every now and then we'll have a guest on to talk about it with him. There's also Retro Groove, where Adam and Liam discuss music from all generations and types. And now they have their new podcast called Film Logic, where our very own Esten and Mike uh, talk about the latest podcast, uh, the films and podcasts form. And I've been a guest on there. In fact, actually, I'm going to be a permanent guest, believe it or not, doing Film Logic stuff. Next, their cool. shows launch every other or go every other week so if you want to talk about films come listen to those and chat with film logic in the retro logic discord all right so as i mentioned go to nintendodads.org to see all of the nintendo dads family of podcasts spotify feeds or to your favorite podcast app and subscribe you can also find all of them on twitter twitch or youtube please please give them all a follow and if you have a podcasting app that does reviews, give them a review. Because again, that always helps them show up in a lot of people's searches. Also to mention, our communities, our family podcasts do contests. Dads at After Dark Show does Monthly Mayhem. They're currently doing Halloween Mayhem, which runs into November 1st, where you can submit a Halloween-themed photo, video, or written story. And you can submit those entries via Twitter or Discord. Again, that's on Twitter. That's at NDadsAfterDark. And use the hashtag HalloweenMayhem. You can submit up to two submissions. What do you get? First place is $15. And then they draw for second place, which you'll get $10. 
and eShop credit in both of those cases. They also have their bounty board. So you have to listen to their show to get their most recent bounties. But I also think every now and then they'll be kind and update their bounty board channel to let them know, let us know what's going on, what, what bounties haven't been met yet. So you can win cash or eShop money there, I should say, <laughs> not cash, but eShop money there as well. So go keep an eye on their Twitter. They usually keep tabs and that kind of stuff there as well. Going back to Game Pass News, they have their achievement hunters, and recently they dropped their Persona 5 Royale achievement hunters there. Jesse, in case you're interested, um, they basically play Persona 5 Royale, rack up some gamer scores, submit your screenshot to them on Twitter or Nintendo Dad's Discord, where they have their own uh, section. One entry per five gamer scores, and you could win $15 Xbox card credit. So lots of prizes to be had here. But I'm planning on playing it on the Switch, not on the Xbox. So. Oh, dang. <laughs> All right. So I think the game because, is on because, Game because Pass that is, on that Xbox. Is, because that is the superior gaming console, not Xbox. <laughs> All right. We got two questions from our Discord. Uh, first one comes from Brad. Max Power asks, do you think Mario movie will have any live action non-animated segments? reason why is I think it might be based on how some of the voice actors resemble the characters they are voicing, especially Jack Black and Bowser. What do you guys think? Do you think there'll be a live action segment? I it won't surprise me, but I hope not. Like Mario is Chris Pratt. It goes down, falls into the toilet or something and comes out a pipe. <laughs> and he's Mario. Well, that like sounds that. reasonable. Though <laughs> yeah. so, I, I, I have... Someone pointed it out, and I I can't unsee it, and I agree that you know that Bowser, the smirk Bowser gives does look like Jack Black's smirk. Yes. Oh, for sure it does. Yeah. For sure. Yes. I agree, and I'm with you, Jesse. I wouldn't be surprised if there was uh, something like a live action. Yeah, Maybe like, it's like, something like that. Was kind of a twist ending with Lego Movie. Yeah. Yep, spoilers. Didn't see, didn't see that one coming. Well, hell, four or five year old movie. It's spoilers. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great question, I'm not, Brad. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give spoilers to Black Adam, but Lego Movie. Th- that's that's All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Mike Berger asks. It's been reported that EA will no longer sell physical copies of games in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and Scandinavia. They'll only sell digital copies. How long before you see EA bringing this policy to North America? And how do you think this will affect, influence a company like Nintendo moving forward? Business, Justin, this question sounds like a good one for you to start off with, sir. Yeah, I I don't think Nintendo is ever going to go all digital. That doesn't, I think, make sense for them. So I I don't think that they will. Um, I think the industry wants us to continue to go all digital, and you will continue to see that used, right? There's no doubt about that. Um, but I, I don't think that this is a decision that will end up driving um, enough uh, adoption to be able to kind of adopt that as a standard idea. How long do you think it'll take to see EA incorporated, say, not just North America, but across the board where they just go all digital? Do you think they'll do that? I, I, uh... Or do you think this is just like 
I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's I think it's tests. I think it's select regions. Well, yeah, I think start. I sure. think w- with Nintendo games, it's been about a 50-50 split physical digital with Xbox and PlayStation. The people who actually buy the games, I think that percentage of digital is less at least in North America. So I think you know, as long as people more people are buying physical than digital, the it's smart for the publisher to put out discs and f- physical media. Mm-hmm. It might that percentage. I don't know what the percentages were in Europe, but it might have already skewed more digital. So then it just makes sense to drop it. It'd be interesting to see if it's all of EA's properties, or if we're just talking EA Sports. Because to me, EA Sports would make sense totally digital because you can't get crap for those games once they're a year old or older. Right. To try GameStop to will give you a quarter. In. Right. If you're lucky. Literally. Right. <laughs> if you're lucky. If you're even lucky. Sometimes I've seen, I've been in the store where they say, oh, we can't take any more of those. We have too many copies. Mm. So if it's a sports game, to me, that makes sense. Why, you know, maybe have a limited run of, of uh, special editions, maybe, you know, and then uh, if, if somebody wants a hard copy of it, but uh, yeah, digital copies, I think probably makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I understand why, why people want to push digital. And of course, as a person, you know, you'd be like, well, Justin, didn't you really like Stadia? Yes, I did. Get over yourself. All right. Um, but like. <laughs> There will always be a physical market. There has to be, right? There's collectors. There's all kinds of those pieces that that just make sense. So I, I wonder if they're just not seeing the value or the sales in that region enough to justify why they wouldn't uh, bring it forward or to continue right. producing there. So it may actually just be a like, the this just thing. doesn't make sense to us. Yeah. And that's, or and, that's, and that's a business decision, right? Or also if they're feeling like they make better money in their... Uh, um, EA play, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, okay, you can, you can play all these sports games in the package and then automatically get them updated or whatever, because the new one comes out, you're in, you're paying EA play, then you have access to the new one. Yeah. The margins may be very thin. Right. So, right. So, so I was curious, uh, I picked the game at random. I said, FIFA 21 went to the GameStop website and find out what they would take for a give for a trade-in. It's actually more than I thought. Five two dollars. Ooh, two dollars. Okay, inflation. <laughs> inflation. All right, those were the two written ones. We have two voicemails left. We do. One isn't a question; it's just a statement. But I wanted to play it anyway. Nintendo Dad, what's up? This is Ben. Uh, nuke the bridge in the Discord. Uh, long-time listener actually appeared in an episode back in October of 2016. Uh, I just want to drop you guys a note and say thanks for everything that you do. When I appeared on an episode in October of 2016, I was going through one of the most difficult periods of time in my life, and uh, the podcast got me through a lot. It also introduced me to Phoenix Moore, who is a member of the community and became one of my best friends uh, in real life and otherwise. Um, so it was just a thank you message to say, I appreciate what you guys do. I've been listening for years and years and years now, really enjoyed appearing on the podcast 
And I uh, just wanted to say thanks. Guys, take care. That is awesome. I can't tell you how much it's good to hear that kind of stuff. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> people like people say to us, they're like, Justin, why do you sit on a Discord call and get verbally abused by uh, people in Twitch? Right? Why uh, do you do that to yourself? <laughs> no, and just I person say in because Twitch. our community is is so much more important, and our show is bigger than one toxic person in our Twitch chat. Um, that's why, because of events like this. So thank you for sharing that with us, Ben. That is genuinely uh, incredible. And, uh, you know, it's funny, the, the impact. You, don't, you never know what someone's going through, right? And, and, and how community, how our community has maybe impacted and the connections you can make. And you got to go to Phoenix and have a relationship there. And that's awesome. Like that is super cool. Yeah. People are like, like what's, the, what's the value in a podcast or where do you see it there? That's it. Yes. Right. Like that's why do you do it? That's the thing. Why, why this is, this is our corner of the internet that we've carved out right. uh, and, and people get to connect on this thing. And because that a community is formed and people are connected in real life. And that is, um, and the, that is something like that this, we never thought of. Well, hearing this again, it just reminds me that sometimes we take it for granted, but looking, whenever looking at discord, seeing everybody in there just communicating, having a good time and chatting in all the different areas and stuff like that. It's just all these people connected because they listen to the Nintendo dads is super cool and yeah. super awesome. So. Yeah. Thank you very much for, thank you very much for that, Ben. That is, that is actually really so freaking awesome. All right. Who's the, the unknown. Yeah. I don't know who this person who sent this one. He never identified himself. But... All right. Hey guys, good morning. I am calling because, first of all, I wanted to say happy Halloween to you guys. I'm excited for Halloween. It's probably my favorite holiday. And just wanted to ask you two different questions since we're in the spooky season. Uh, my first question is, if you had the choice, which character from any video game franchise would you be willing to dress up as to go trick-or-treating as an adult? Uh, so, you know, most adults don't go trick-or-treating, but if you had an awesome costume like I do, I'm planning on trick-or-treating. <laughs> of course, with my kids, so I'm not a total weirdo. Uh, <laughs> my costume, I'm going to be a rogue Pokemon professor, so I'm going to have, like, uh, a belt clip full of Pokeballs. I got my science lab with all the Pokemon patches. I got an eye patch. I got some Torub scientist jeans. It's going to look good. I'm super excited. So I want to hear what you guys are going to dress up as if you had the opportunity. Last question uh, is, when you were a kid, which game gave you nightmares after playing it? Uh, my game was Doom. I didn't know what that game was when I was a little kid, and I played with my friend Mike. And uh, we were next-door neighbors, and he said, oh, this game is really awesome. You should play it. Man, I tell you. After playing that game, I I had nightmares for probably a few days. I woke up in the middle of the night and didn't want to tell my parents that I played a, a game with devils and monsters in it. So, <laughs> anyways, I hope you have I hope you guys have a great day and um, happy Halloween. That voice sounds familiar, and I wish I could place it. I, Christian, I was going to say, is it Christian? Pretty sure. All right. So awesome. 
yeah, because that's why I was saying disclaimer. I'm not used to the here. I, I it sounds familiar. It sounds like I could be Christian, but I could be totally wrong. <laughs> right, but yet you were but totally it, right. Yes. So, all right. What do you guys think? You, if you could be any costume uh, for a Nintendo character, what which character would you be? In which costume would you wear? Sean says you would be Rosalina, Justin. So, well, think? I'm I'm actually dressing up uh, this week as uh, Laura Croft. Just uh, that's not a Nintendo character, though. No, but. Um, you know, just really short shorts. And, uh, <laughs> you know, see what happens in my life. You know? Yeah. I'm hope, I'm hoping, speaking hope. of which, I was going to tell Christian he needs to post p- pictures, but Justin, you also need to post pictures. Uh, <laughs> I think all of our sponsorships might get removed at that point. <laughs> no, no, because this, if, you, if you're wearing short shorts, the manscapes product. There you be- go. That could be, that's a great point. Oh my gosh. I didn't think of that. That's a great point. Uh, video game that's a great okay jesse you go ahead first all right i would probably first i'll i'll say i'll answer this question then i'll say the last thing i did dress up as when my kids were little uh Mm. probably like a tingle okay i think i think i could pull that off (laughs) and uh but the last time i remember dressing up for with my kids were probably like six or seven so they're really this was a while ago um i i did did uh like a dark duelist like Yu-Gi-Oh, so I found this this cloak thing that fit over my head. I bought one of those toy duel discs that is designed for a, a, a seven-year-old, so I had to re- reinforce the straps so it, like I can get it around my wrist or my arm. But it uh, it worked, and it uh, I like how it turned out. Nice. Yeah, and then but. My son, I think for the last two years, has dressed up as Joker from Persona. Nice. Very cool. I don't know if he's planning on that again this year or not. I should ask him. I'm going to dress up as Sean Capri because we're dressing up as characters from Nintendo <laughs> Drive, right? So, Sorry, the what? The Nintendo Drive. Sorry, what? Or maybe maybe because I got a beard, I, I can go as uh, Seth. I just need to add extensions. You yeah, know, someone who's actually respectable. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ho. So, uh, yeah, I could go with the obvious one where, you know, it's the characters we used to have for our, for the Nintendo dads. I could be Captain Toad, you know, put on the backpack, put on some, you know, safari outfit and then put a big old mushroom hat on, be Captain Toad. Uh, but then I thought of, oh, it'd be cool if I got into, you know, Samus suit. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't look as hot as Samus, but, you know, I could, uh, you never know if I'm underneath the, yeah, the zero suit, suit you know? or armor. <laughs> Not doing the zero suit, doing the armor, <laughs> doing the armor. No, no zero, no skin tight zero suit, please. <laughs> All right. So, Justin, did you think of something? Um, I didn't think of something. I, I, no, no, I did not. Uh, but I will tell you that when I was, my kids were younger, we used to do theme dress ups. Um, so one year we dressed up as, I dressed up as the cat in the hat and they came as thing one and thing two. Um, oh, nice. that's year cute. We, another year we did minions and I dressed up as Groot and they went as minions. And then one year we dressed up as Mario and Princess Peach and Daisy, and we did that as well. So we used to do uh, themed 
costumes together, and that was really. Uh, I can see you as a good Mario. Now, I can see now they Mario. now they don't really. Eh, they're at an age they don't really want to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with me, just dad <laughs> take me to the Halloween party. Right, um, and that's okay. So I guess you know, waxing poetic. I would encourage you. you Wait about three or four years. Is my my friend will drop me off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. All right. So did you guys have a game that scared you enough to have a nightmare? Did I not tell it? you about my time with Resident Evil? Like, <laughs> did you have a nightmare about you? it? Did oh, you yeah, have a nightmare gosh. about it? Yeah. I, you actually yeah. wake you up yeah. in the night. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't remember to be honest. So I, I don't I mean, think I did because, you know, when I was a kid, we were, we were talking about NES era and, or pre NES. And there really wasn't any spooky th- games spooky of that games. type yet the horrors of how the game looked maybe but <laughs> monster party it was i had a nightmare about et <laughs> the, the you know what? E. game freaked me out oh okay i was just talking about the, the actual like oh the movie i'm sure scared when they were dissect when they were like dissecting et like that really that bothered me a lot actually oh yeah 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 i could see that there's a lot I'm of sens- i'm a sensitive soul yeah there's a lot of that in uh in the 80s where it's like, oh, maybe the kids shouldn't watch these kind of movies. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger gave me a lot of nightmares as a kid, too. Oh, Freddy. I love I've loved the Nightmare in Elm Street yeah, movies. Yeah. We were talking about that in Film Logic, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the community spotlight on our community's questions and our family podcasts. That's it, gentlemen. Anything else to say before we close out the show? No, uh, I, I, I will say this just as we're looking at the chat here. Uh, we do appreciate every single person who joins our Twitch chat, our YouTube chat. We have a bit of fun in here. Uh, I don't really hate Sean Capri most days. Um, so <laughs> really, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we do appreciate everyone. We like, we just love it. We just love engaging the chat. I'll say it again, folks. We're so excited for next week, episode 400, all to be together. That's going to be a really special show. If you're able to, you know, carve out time to come watch, um, we're going to be doing our best. We're really hoping the internet there in the, in the place that we're at is strong enough that we can do a live show. If not, it'll be VOD the next day on demand, but really hoping if you're able to come together and, and chat with us, we'd love that. It's going to be a really open forum. Lots of fun, lots of conversation Friday morning. If you're in New York, 10 to 12, we're going to be down there uh, at the Nintendo New York store doing a fan meet and greet. I can also confirm the Nintendo pals are going to be there as well. They're going to be joining us. It kills me to say it. I think Sean Capri might be there as well with some of his McDonald's before he was going to McDonald's with Sean beforehand. (laughs) I think they're, I think they're negotiating a deal where Sean, where, where Sean is stealing Tim from Nintendo dads and they're doing something together. doesn't matter. My feelings aren't hurt. Why would they shut up? You're insensitive. You know, you, you feel bad. We're going to do McDonald's dads. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. (laughs) That's going to be a real good show. I wish you best of luck there. Uh, And then of course, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, extra life, 2022, Uh, we're ribbing each other. We're giving each other a hard time, but genuinely, if you can uh, support extra life, 2022, if it's not us and it's not Sean and his team, any other team, those are funds that go to really critical places. Children's miracle network hospitals, uh, are, are so important. Uh, as a dad, I've had a child who's spent some time in one, they're they're important places to be for parents at some of the hardest times in their life. So, uh, we're obviously ribbing each other, having a good time, but please, if you can, if you have some spare funds, 
uh, and able to donate. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, watch us live. Watch us be yahoos together on the first time. We're going to play a lot of couch couch games together. Um, again, all four dads in the first first time ever in the same place. That seems chaotic, but includes some of our amazing content creator friends like the Nintendo Pals, like Sean Capri, uh, Capri like PSVG, uh, Save the Media, a bunch of these other folks, uh, the Snack Network, some of our favorite content creators and friends that we have created content with for over the last eight years are going to be there. It is going to be an absolute madness of a weekend. You don't know what's going to happen. Please, uh, if you can, tune in, join us, support, watch, uh, all of that. We're so happy. We're so excited. This is an amazing opportunity. Thanks to Phoenix Overdrive for supporting us and allowing us to be there. And again, if you're a listener of this, thank you for your support to allow us. Maybe we can talk Sean into doing this bit that I want to do. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, But if you're, if you're a, if you have, if you watch, listen, support, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Genuinely. This has been eight years, 400 episodes, and this is because of you and your support. And so we are so thankful. Uh, we talked about community earlier. We talked about you never know what happens in, in this corner of the internet, but we're so thankful for you. Um, that's what I have to say. And then Sean Capri says, what do you want to do, Jesse? I typed it in the chat, a Pocky one chip challenge. Yep. Do go ahead. The we only have, way I we will have free do healthcare that. in Canada, Sean, it's fine. Don't, if you know. the only way I would do that again is if I broke the $2,000 mark and I'm not, I didn't even set that as a goal. <laughs> and Sean he said, absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> yes. I 100% agree, Sean. Absolutely not. That was, I, that was horrible. And I don't understand how Jesse, Jesse's got like a probably metal stomach and esophagus and all that stuff. So <laughs> yeah, this will, this will, this will be my third year doing this. You're crazy. Why? And- <laughs> You're crazy. All right. Who wants to close it out? Let's flip for it. Anyways, I'll close I'm it out. I'm just going to okay. say you do it. <laughs> all right. Thank you to all our subscribers, whether you're on YouTube or Twitch or following us on any other area. Thank you for following us there. Just remember that if you are a Twitch, Twitch subscriber, you can get into our Discord community. Please reach out to me if you're having a hard time getting into there and you want to join in on our Discord, especially for joining in on some of these activities that we do there. Don't forget also, you get 20% off your Manscaped order with free shipping with code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. You can also use that same code at Gooder Glasses as well. Don't forget about them. Check out our merch store via nintendodads.org slash merch where you can get our episode 400 celebration shirt limited. I'll say it's limited because who knows when they'll take it down. Anyways, huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Solo Something, and RJ Kern. Thank you so much. And thank you to all our Patreons. Check out our website, nintendodads.org to see our latest YouTube videos, tweets, podcast podcast episodes links to all our social medias and our patreon page you can also get a link you get to our link for extra life at the upper hand corner of that page and join our team or donate to anybody on our team to help us reach our goal of blowing the doors off the carpool gaming group and anybody else who's trying to beat us so anyways and the nintendo dad shop for nintendo dad's merch you can go to nintendodads.org you can find us in most places like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube by typing Nintendo Dads. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-Dads or 929-256-3237. 
Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show. Download from your favorite podcast app of choice. And if you do listen to us on your podcast apps and they have reviews, please don't forget to give us a review. Five stars for us. Anything less can go to Carpool Gaming. Thank you for stopping by. For me, for Justin, for Jesse, and Marty, who's out having a good time. We'll check you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. Wobble Puffet? Wobble Buffet?